kind of posing the matrix here. You can tell by the uh, the ringing of the bell at seven o'clock. <laughs> so <clears throat> we have to incorporate that into the show. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Hey, hey, Dave. <clears throat> hey, the audience. Hi, everybody. Yeah, where Brian and I are uh, going to be talking about World War Three tonight, and um, Brian's been really boning up on it, and uh, so we're gonna. But first, I think Brian, you had something that you wanted to talk about Planet X or something. Yeah, I want to give a an update. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago we talked about that about the waves of energy. Um, I got that from uh, the coming apocalypse with Paul Bagley. And he has a guest on there named Mike from around the world. And I've also done some of my own research, but I got, I got, man, this goes on forever. But as first things first, another wave of energy. And folks, if you don't know what that is, I've read a couple of things on it. It's either a supernova that exploded 50 years ago, and the waves of that blast are just now hitting our solar system. Or some are saying it's from Planet X, that Planet X is putting this out. I can't confirm or deny that. I'm just putting that out there because it's on the Internet. But whatever it is, it's high-energy waves traveling at the speed of light coming from a distant galaxy that have taken 40 to 50 years to reach our solar system, and they hit the outer edges of our solar system, which is 11 billion miles from the sun, the edge. And just like our planet's got a magnetic field, there's a magnetic field, or I didn't know this until I did some research, around our solar system. Mm. It's almost like somebody planned it. And it protects not from, like, comets and physical things, but it protects from high-pulse radiation, gamma rays, from, like, big blasts from other galaxies. Well, these waves of energy have been coming in now. This is the... Fifth one, I think the next wave is due to hit um, March 15th and about a week or two. Um, And they're they're in different. We don't know how strong they are. uh, When I understand, it's it's hard to gauge how strong they are are, going to be. But we know they're coming in. The first one hit, I think, early January. And Mike from around the world said one of the things you're going to see is all the aircrafts will be grounded. And sure enough, three or four days after the wave hit the outer solar system and got to our sun, hit our sun, and our sun reacted and caused our aircraft to be grounded. And how they get grounded? Because the radiation was so high uh, elevated in the upper atmosphere that planes had to lower down to 17,000 feet. And the planes on the ground have um, sensors that can sense this in some cases did not allow the aircraft to take off. So they were grounded. Mm-hmm. Everything was grounded, the whole United States. And you you guys know this because it was in the local regular news and it lasted two to three hours. First time since 9-11, every aircraft of every airport was grounded. Mm-hmm. But they're saying it was a computer glitch. It wasn't. It's this blast wave coming in, radiation, protons, ultraviolet rays just coming in at the speed of light. It hit the sun and made the sun react, the sun sent out X flares, which uh, are super powerful solar flares, which affects our weather. And that's another whole thing about the global warming. It's not mm-hmm. us, it's the sun that's causing a lot of this weather phenomenon. That's There's right. so much to talk about tonight. I don't know if I'll even get to all mine. Um, <laughs> so 
Uh, one of the things that Mike, I'm going to use his name because this, this guy, Michael around the world is the one that I got this information from. I can't say, I can't take credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things he said that <laughs> these waves come in, it's going to affect our atmosphere. It's going to affect the weather. It's going to, it's going to affect earthquakes. Uh, there's been a rash of earthquakes in the last month. I mean, it's all over the internet. It's like off mm-hmm. the scales. Uh, Turkey had those two seven earthquakes, plus they've had some others. And now what's happening, and they're not, the news isn't talking about this, the earthquakes now are getting deeper in the ground. Mm-hmm. And the earthquakes were shallow that hit Turkey, Dave. They were, right. I can't remember how many miles, they were just a few miles deep. That's why there's so much damage. Mm-hmm. These earthquakes, and I want to look here in my notes, so just give me a moment. Oh, sure. One of, one of them happened today or yesterday. Uh, it's funny, you make notes you can't read. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, it, it was 600 kilometers below the surface of the earth, which is about 300 miles down. Wow. It was, it was below the plates, you know, the tectonic plates that shift and move and make earthquakes. Mm-hmm. These right. earthquakes came in were underneath the plates wow and so whatever caused them whatever's pulling on them they don't know they're not talking about these these earthquakes are extremely deep one of them uh was in oh yeah here it is um yeah i found it it was a 6.5 under bismarck sea papua new guinea oh okay it was yesterday today 6.5 now this doesn't sound like super powerful but my point is it was hundreds of miles below the crust of the earth, wow. which moves on top of this magma around yeah. the earth. Right. So what is going on inside the earth? What is causing these earthquakes that are three to 400 miles below the surface? I'm just speculating. Is it planet X gravitational field pulling on the, pulling on the earth, pulling on Jupiter, pulling on Saturn, pulling on us? Mm-hmm. Jupiter is the, <clears throat> What I've learned, Jupiter is the, um, what's the word, is the anchor of the solar system. The sun is in the center, obviously, but uh-huh. Jupiter keeps everything in line. Plus, it's a huge, for a better term, it's a huge vacuum cleaner. A lot of the comets and asteroids are sucked into its gravity because it's so uh, powerful. And it protects okay. the Earth, it protects the other planets. But mm-hmm. something, something's affecting Jupiter and the wind storms on Jupiter are now switching and moving around. Like the big eye on Jupiter uh-huh. is being deformed by what's something out there that you can't see. It's being moved. Right. It's moving. And so they don't mm-hmm. know why. And so if Jupiter gets affected, then we get affected and the sun gets affected. It affects every planet. It doesn't have to hit the Earth, these waves. It, it right. can mess with everything else and it messes with us. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a, a huge increase of earthquakes in the last uh, month. I mean, you just, it's just incredible. I, I can't remember the, the number, but it's, um, and then one of the things Mike mentioned is that we're going to see, and this goes into my next piece here, and um, is that you're going to see more and more, you're going to hear about more and more asteroids, mm-hmm. meteors, and meteorites. A meteor, if I got this right, a meteor, an asteroid, is a big rock flying through space. When it enters our atmosphere, it's a meteor. If it hits the Earth, it's a meteorite. That's the believe you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
So yeah. there's been more and more sightings of asteroids near missing the Earth. Almost, you can go online there almost every day now. Uh, mm -hmm. There's been several occasions in the last few weeks where they've actually entered the Earth's atmosphere and blown up. Wow. Uh, some of these, some of these are large, some are small. But what I've mm -hmm. learned, it doesn't take a very large object to make a huge impact on the Earth. Because the one that I hear here, and there's a video on it, and I also wrote down the news sites. So people, I'll tell the people the news sites where I got this information. Okay. Um, a meteorite struck South Texas a week or two ago. And he said I, it was a thousand pound meteorite and it was two feet in diameter, traveling at 27,000 miles an hour. Oh, no. And so it either, the whole, the, the stories are conflicted. Part of it broke off and hit the ground, but you can go online and go to uh, CBS News and look it up. They have a video of uh, door cams recording the sonic boom and the explosion. Ooh, okay. On CBS yeah. News, on, go online and look up Meteor Hits South Texas and find CBS News. There's other places too, but it, mm -hmm. it shows the door cam and you hear this boom and then the, everything shakes. The meteorite, wow. from what I've learned on CBS News, when it hit the earth, was equal to eight tons of TNT when it hit the Earth. Wow. That's so, big. Um, and you think about the, the Moab, the mother of all bombs. Mm -hmm. I think, I can't remember exactly what the TNT on that is, but I think it's 20,000 pounds or something like that. Right. This was, this was 16,000 pounds, and it was only wow. two feet. And it hit South Texas at 27,000 wow. miles an hour. And this is not made up. This is off the news site. Uh-huh. So wow. one of the reason I the reason I bring this strike up, a lot of the asteroids, excuse me, a lot of the meteors that in our earth, almost all of them you hear about blow up in the sky. Mhm. Mm you hardly ever hear of them impacting the earth. Mike from around the world said we're entering a debris field of rocks being pulled along by planet X, hundreds of millions, if not billions of miles away. Mm -hmm. And we're traveling on orbit around the sun. We're going to be, start to see small little micro, well, we won't see them, but the satellites will start getting hit by micrometeorites, micro, uh -huh. micrometeors, the size of a quarter or a penny or smaller, traveling right. at 50,000 miles an hour. And yeah. then he said, you'll, they'll get, you'll get, you start hearing of near misses, blowing up in the atmosphere. And then the next phase, these meteorites will start impacting the Earth. And the reason he says this is different, the meteorites that are in this, um, I'll just call it um, asteroid belt around this, uh, around planet X, the reason they're going to make it through the atmosphere without burning up is because they're mixed with iron. Mm -hmm. these, are, these are made of iron, mm -hmm. not just rock. These things have iron in them a lot of them that, that hit uh, come in our atmosphere don't have iron; they're just rock. Well, the uh -huh. iron is going to shield them from our atmosphere, and so they're going to start coming in more and more and more. Oh and he says, goodness. "If you get closer to summer, it's gonna, you're going to hear of more strikes, bigger asteroids, more and more and more." Mm -hmm. So I bring that up because this asteroid made it through and hit South Texas. Right. Here's the next thing that's interesting. He also said that. 
the government is going to try to cover this up as long as they can. But eventually, by this summer or late or, or late summer, they're not going to be able to hide what's happening in space. Right. Everybody's going to see it. But he says, what you're going to see, one of the first things that they're going to do is they're going to evacuate the International Space Station because mm -hmm. these micro meteorites are damaging our satellites and the space station. They're like right. bullets and they're damaging it. Well, uh, let me see. I mean, um, international, I got this article off of the um, AP, AP News. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. International Space International Space, Russia launches rescue ship to evacuate space station, International Space Station. And that's on the AP News. You can look it up. Russia sent a rocket up about a week or two ago to evacuate the International Space Station. There was two Americans and one cosmonaut. Mm -hmm. They sent one of their own rockets up there to get everybody out because they said there was a gas leak. Huh. So... But a month earlier, this mic from around the world, he said, you'll hear, they'll make some lame excuse up, but he says they're going to have to evacuate the station fairly quickly. And this was three or four weeks ago because uh -huh. it's increasing. So now they're evac they evacuated the National Space Station. Wow. And then we have a meteorite actually impact South Texas, which is made of mm -hmm. iron. You can actually see a picture of the fragment. Huh. On the new, yeah, and it looks like iron. It's all shiny and polished, like iron. Oh wow! So, um, and then the next thing he mentioned, you'll be an increase in sun's activity with X flares and M flares. And if you've been keeping track, there's been a lot of that lately on the sun. Right. Uh, one uh, M, uh, an M class flare, class eight, I think it was point eight. Uh, Ten would be an X. Um, went off a few days ago when it caused all the shortwave radios around around certain parts of the earth to shut down for a half an hour to an hour just wow. a few days ago um let's see and then uh. you've got these, and then you have these earthquakes and now these earthquakes are really deep in the ground he mentioned that too that the earthquakes would be deeper in the ground and they'd be all over the world happening mm -hmm. everywhere um <clears throat> let's see uh, I guess I got that. Um, well, Brian, you told me, I think on the phone, that you and uh, your wife were looking at the sunset one night and you saw something pretty interesting. That's right. It was a few nights ago. We live right on the coast. We can look right out at the ocean. And the sun was a, a bright orange, but it looked weird. There was blue colors in it. And instead of being kind of a nice circular orange ball, it looked... For a better word, it looked angry. It wasn't a perfect circle. It, you could almost see that something was happening. And my, my wife goes, wow, the sun's looking really weird. Why is it doing that? And it was right oh. when it was going down. It looked, it was darker orange. It had blue tint to it. And it, it didn't look all nice, even, even though it's a far away. If you've ever been to the coast anywhere and you've seen the sun, it's more of a yellow, not a bright, dark orange. Right. But it, it wasn't perfect circle. It was uh -huh. like it was shooting. You can't see it. It was almost like it was shooting off a lot of flames. Bad term, but solar flares. It just it didn't look right. 
Wow. You know, and so we saw that just a few days ago. And then, um, see, I'm almost done here. Um, sure. I, w- I want to finish because uh, we're going to talk about World War III coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I want to um, read a couple of scriptures, Dave, because we've got a minute sure. here. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Um, and I want to explain to everybody not to be afraid of what's happening. Um, it's supposed to happen. Right. So, um, Revelation 6. Um, in, in the book of Revelation, there's two earthquakes. And the mm-hmm. earthquakes are called great earthquakes. The, second, the first earthquake, as far as I can tell, is in the first few months of the tribulation. The last earthquake, or the second earthquake, there's, a, there, the, there's more than two. I think there's three, but the two big ones. And then one's at the end of the tribulation a few years mm-hmm. later. So we don't know the exact dates, obviously. But in, and from what I remember off of my studies of this years ago, a great earthquake is over eight on the Richter scale. Anything on a uh, eight or above is called a great earthquake. Huh. So these are major earthquakes. These these earthquakes actually, the second earthquake I'm going to read is probably a, just uh, just exaggerating here. Probably a 15 because yeah. of what it does. But it says here, and and I want to equate this with Planet X. So Planet mm-hmm. X has a 3,600 year uh, elliptical orbit. So it's not round; it's kind of egg shaped. Right. And it takes 3,600 years for it to go around the sun. But as it goes around the sun, it's going to pass us and go around the sun. So as it passes us from hundreds of millions of miles away, it's going to cause things to happen on the Earth. And that's this first earthquake, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then it travels around the sun, probably takes two or three years to go around the back side of the sun. Then it's going to come back the other side of the Earth. And that's, the, I believe, is the second earthquake. And I think mm-hmm. it'll be a little closer then, and that's why it's going to cause more damage. Right. Also, in Revelation um, 6.12, there's a meteor shower. It says stars fall from the sky. There's mm-hmm. different views of this. This is just what I think. But this planet X, this binary solar system, is curing, basically, it's just a debris field with it. And as, it, as we pass through the tail... These rocks of many different sizes, meteorites, are going to come into the atmosphere, and and, and it's going to look like star to Paul, or excuse me, to John, it would look like stars falling because they're going to light up the sky when they come in the atmosphere. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh-huh. So he's describing something in his own what he knows two thousand years ago, as we know as meteorites. So mm-hmm. here's and I'll, I'll read these scriptures. I'll be done, Dave. Sure, take your time. Uh, Revelation 6.12. Now, this is the first pass by, I believe, of Planet X. Uh-huh. When you open the sixth seal, I looked and behold, I'll do it this way. I looked and behold, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth. The full moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth as figs, as a fig tree sheds its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. The sky vanished like a scroll that is being rolled up, and every mountain and island were removed from its place. And it goes on from there. Um, I'll, I'll just pass. It goes on about the kings of the earth. So what happens mm-hmm. here, I, I think, um, Planet X, with its everything that's coming with it, passes by. 
there's a great earthquake because it's pulling on us and right. the earth is trying to pull away and it's pulling on us as this tug of war when we lose the tug of war and it says um there was a great earthquake the sun became like black a sackcloth the moon became like blood that's because the sky is being filled i believe the atmosphere with fires um, earthquakes mm -hmm. are going off things are blowing up volcanoes, volcanoes. are going it's just yep. it's in the air and that's another thing i need to talk about and so and then what's this um like a fig tree like fruit from a fig tree these are the debris field of planet x these are these aren't big asteroids because the earth wouldn't survive but right. these are two foot three foot like we saw in texas maybe larger maybe a little smaller a little bigger coming into the atmosphere but there's thousands of hundreds mm -hmm. of thousands of them all over the world and so that's what's happening there and it says the sky vanished like a scroll that's being rolled up every mountain island was removed from its place so i know you know this day but folks out there remember it says every island and mountain was removed from its place because on the next go around they're not there anymore so um it's strong enough to move mountains and islands it shakes the whole earth and then wow. uh, and then 16 i gotta go to 16. uh-huh almost there Oh, take your time. On my, on my iPhone, 16, 18. Okay. Um, here we go. Um, yeah, I'll start at verse 17. Uh, ver chapter 16, Revelation, verse 17. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying it is done and there were flashes of lightning rumbles rumblings peals of thunder and a great earthquake now this look how he describes this earthquake i got goosebumps such as there's never been since man was on the earth so great was that earthquake the great city was split into three parts and the cities of the nations fell and god remembered babylon the great to make her drink the cup of his wine of his wrath and his fury and every island fled away, and no mountains were to be found. And great wow. hailstones, about 100 pounds each, fell from heaven. I think the hailstones might be another meteor shower, who knows, right. from right. coming back around. But this earthquake is bigger and stronger. Mm -hmm. No mountains were found. Think That's of that. amazing. And so that means Planet X was closer when it came back around, uh -huh. I think. This is, right. And so, and the great hailstones, and um, and it says in uh, the city was split. The great city was split into three. Some think that's Jerusalem. Yeah. The, the nations fell, and God remembered Babylon, and the nations fell. So, this is a worldwide mega twenty on the Richter scale earthquake. Right. And uh, I. I read on a little longer, and it says the kings of the earth and all the free and everybody who's alive hid themselves in caves to hide themselves from him who sits on the throne mm -hmm. with the Lord. They, they knew who, they knew where this was coming from. And then... Um, you know that, uh, while you're looking, Brian, that the yeah, cave yeah. thing fits right in with the... Um, the deep underground military bases 
<clears throat> that are yeah. all over the world and the cities they're building underground. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. So, mm -hmm. um, so I'll just sum it up. The Lord's, let's put it this way. The tribulation is about to start. Right. Matthew 24 says, when you see the beginning of these saints, earthquakes, wars, pestilence, and that's a very famous passage. Everybody quotes it. Right. Um, but Jesus, because when that question was asked by the disciples, they thought Jesus was bringing in the kingdom then. Right. They were looking for the Messiah to free them from Rome and to bring in their their kingdom, the millennial kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he says, and they were asking him, like bugging him, like little kids, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? And he's saying, there'll be wars, rumors of wars, pestilence, the falling away for the faith. People will you know, be against each other, paraphrasing here. Mm -hmm. So what does he mean by that? Because somebody says there's always been earthquakes. Yes, there has. There's always been famine. Yes, there has. What he's saying there, because he compared it to a woman in birth, having birth pains. Right. He's saying, and you know this already, Dave, um, they're going to be they're going to be quicker, more of them, closer together as it gets close to the beginning uh, to that period of time. Like the off the chart, and oh, I remember now. There are twenty-seven active volcanoes going off right now in the world. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that's a lot. And a m couple of months ago, the two volcanoes on Hawaii when uh, went erupted. I think it was a month or two ago, maybe a little longer, erupted days of each other. Now, is it a big eruption? No, but they erupted. And those volcanoes right. are 14,000 feet and are about 100 miles apart. Uh -huh. So what is going on in the Earth? We're having these earthquakes. We're having meteorites strike the land. And it's not just that one. We're having them all the time. Uh -huh. All the time. I, I read somewhere, I can't, I can't quote me on this for sure, but... I think in the last couple of months, there's been six or seven hundred meteor strikes or near misses or impacts into the atmosphere, at least 600. That's amazing. Yeah, in the wow. last few months. But see, NASA's not reporting this. They evacuated the International Space Station, but you haven't heard anything about it. It's not, uh -huh. it, should be, it should be right on the news. Why are they doing this? Right. Because they know what's coming. That's mm -hmm. why I believe they built these underground cities. And that's one of the reasons, because we're going to get into the other reason about China. Right. But they, they built these underground cities and bunkers because they know what's coming. Mm -hmm. And so, and they can't stop it. And um, from what I've read and studied and heard from Mike around the world, in the next few months, it's going to get worse and worse where they cannot hide what's happening in space. Mm -hmm. They will not be able to hide it anymore. <clears throat> so, um, but the Lord's, the, the tribulation is about to start. They were in the end times. Yeah. See, yeah, that's not my stomach growling. That's my French bulldog. <laughs> you know, Brian. Um... <laughs> I'm a little hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting with the with the tunnels and everything. You know, it really is. It's um, and what's what's kind of sad in a way is that uh, so these people have obviously have read scripture because they know that something bad's going to happen. They're building tunnels against it. Yes. And so with that being the case, we got the enemies of God reading scripture and preparing for something which is ludicrous because they're going to yeah. die anyway. <laughs> but 
Then you got the people of God who, you know, very few of the people of God dive into their Bibles and and get into things and, uh, you know, and um, and act on with the things that we're supposed to be doing. Isn't that kind of like a, what would they call that, ironic or? Um, yeah. Yeah, the opposite. Of, I can't think yeah. of the word. The opposite of what's supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, that's a kind of an indictment, actually. <laughs> but, um, and one of the things that, Brian, we're, we're going to talk about tonight is the, um, the World War Three. of course. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Fox News is talking about it. Um, everywhere online, they're talking about it. All the little sites that I go to, every one of them is talking about World War Three. So, um, it's it's a it's out there and it's lurking and it's getting closer and closer all the time. Um, one of the things that I think it's all going to gravitate around this uh, Ukrainian thing. I think that's going to mm-hmm. be the catalyst that's starting it. Mm-hmm. I think so okay. too. Because you see China's starting to act up now, and um, and there's other characters around the world that are starting to flex their muscles, so to speak. You know, hey, the United States is weak. Let's see what we can do. Um, and and that's prophetic anyway, because we can't be strong anymore um, for there to be a one world order or a new world order. But um, this whole thing, uh, I, I'm surprised that, you know how people in this country always take sides when there's a war overseas. Um, and now a lot of people are, are taking sides. Oh, yes, poor Ukraine. Ukraine is a, is a propaganda machine that just is cranking out so much stuff to make themselves look like they're getting hurt. Yeah. Um, and, and in a way, they are, you know. But in any war, uh, you want to talk about people dying during war, civilians. Look at what happened in Dresden in uh, World War II. The Allies yeah. carpet, carpet bombed it and then, uh, and then set the city on fire. And it yeah. killed tens of thousands of people, civilians. Yeah, it did. You know, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. So, and then not this look at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You know, mm-hmm. what ninety thousand in each case, or something like that, or around mm-hmm. that. That there. So, um, you know, <clears throat> people look back in history, they'll see that what's going on in Ukraine right now is just a. I don't want to trivialize it because there is death, you know, and it's it's a, right. it's a shame and it's sad, but um, it's not as serious as um, as what's happened in the past and will happen in the future. But um, you know, you so you ask yourself since this catalyst is happening, what's bringing about this catalyst? And this catalyst is being brought about by the World Economic Forum, uh, the New World Order, uh, and all its many tentacles that it has out there, and. Um, and people like Klaus Schwab and the Rockefellers and the and all the banking families and stuff like that, they want a war because they they, they never can get enough money, <laughs> it seems like. You know, you have all of everything in the world but you don't have enough. That's that's something that happens with people when they when they've got an addiction, you know, it's they've got everything they want but they want more. And um <clears throat> so it haven't been said uh, so we're, we're looking at Ukraine and, oh, yeah, Ukraine's a democratic country. It's it's this, it's that. And believe me, I, I look at both sides, you know, because growing up, we feared the Russians, remember? Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. The, the, the uh, nuclear test that we would have in school, you know, get under your desk. If you're by mm-hmm. a ditch, jump in the ditch. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> so um, and. So when I listen, in order to get a good idea of the picture, you got to listen to both sides. And I, I listen to Putin and stuff, and, and there's there's some cra- he's got some um, 
uh, good points okay that he's trying to clear up and we can get into that maybe but um i was looking at the ukraine and what what exactly are they doing and why is why is biden the french the british the mm-hmm. same old characters we've had in every war why are they getting so interested in ukraine okay um and, and you, you got to look at these leaders because you know biden's no humanitarian uh neither is um i don't can't even remember who's re- leading um the, the english right now um but they never have been um the the french have never been humanitarians uh, the germans have never especially the germans have never been humanitarians uh there's always a minority in those groups that that are right. humanitarian yeah. so me, i don't want to i want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. so um so anyway um i was looking around one day and i remembered um and i've played this clip before on here but uh, if you really want to know what what's going on and why things are going on in ukraine um let's if you don't mind i've got a video that's probably about yeah. maybe three, yeah, three minutes long i don't know if you'll be able to see it brian i hope you are you know uh, you, I hope you will be, but um, I'll play it and the audience will see it and uh, and we'll talk about it. So this uh, it's going to start out, just so you know, Brian, um, with uh, Fox News talking to um, Kira Rudnick, I think her name is. Uh, she's a, a minister in the parliament over in, um, in Ukraine, and she's, uh, she's uh, quite a, well, somebody would call her a freedom fighter. But uh, she reveals in this clip exactly who they're fighting for. They're they're fighting for the New World Order. And the New World Order is not a good thing. No. <laughs> okay? no. It's what all the bad guys want. So here, I'm going to play this real quick, and, uh, and we'll go from there. And ready to fight. Kira Rudick joins me now. Kira, thank you so much for taking the time out. What is the latest on the ground where you are? Hello. So uh, this night was tough for Kiev. Uh, I'm saying here, along with my crew, we are members of the resistance and we are armed. So when you are saying she says that she's armed and ready to fight, I'm not only saying this, we are proving this actually by our actions. So every evening receiving information that Kiev is about to fall, that Russia is throwing all its forces on us. And then in the morning, we are proving everybody wrong. We are showing that, first of all, we are able to resist. And second, that no matter what happens, we will rather... Uh, we will not do anything that is uh, uh, that will allow Russia to move uh, forward. So Ukraine right now resisting is very hard. Putin is not getting any wins of what he wanted. And for now, it's 4,300 Russian soldiers are being killed on Ukrainian soil. So I think it's like a pretty bad result for a dictator, right? I think if those numbers are accurate, this is obviously not what Putin expected so far. Uh, For the rest of us that aren't Ukrainians, I think the world, quite frankly, Kira, is surprised by the will of the Ukrainian people to stand up and fight. Are you? 
well, I'm not surprised. I, uh, we have been fighting uh, Putin for the last eight years, and we had three revolutions in our country when we did not agree with what was going on with uh, the direction of where we're moving in. But right now, it's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order for the democratic countries. We knew that we are the shield for the Europe. We knew that we are protecting not only Ukraine, we are protecting like all the other countries that would be next if we fail. That's why we just cannot fail. Besides small okay, arms fire, I, I what... Do you see it, Brian? No. Okay, I didn't know if you could or not. <clears throat> she went on to say that she, uh, that uh, they're fighting for, uh, they're a shield for the rest of Europe. And she goes, we're fighting for the new world order. Wow. That's what she well, that's, says. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. And then so you wonder why, um, why Putin wants to go in there. Well, what I've read, I don't know if you've read these things, Brian, but um, <clears throat> Ukraine is like very high up there in, uh, in the echelon when it comes to child trafficking. Uh, they're, you know, they're like a hub for Europe, you know. Sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, uh, you know chuckle when i say that but they are a hub for europe and they're um you know they're the one you know they in other words the rest of the europe puts their orders in ukraine and uh, ukraine delivers okay right and, which is a sad thing and it's just children but it's also adults too and um and also the all the uh, biological labs that they're built they were building in uh, ukraine ukraine had 30 biological labs that were run by the united states military can you believe that wow 30 wow. And if you're, if Canada was doing that, we'd be up there in a second attacking mm -hmm. Canada, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so anyway, um, so there you have it. So, so cast all your dispersions on the Russians if you want to, but they've got a reason for being there. Plus if, if Ukraine is fighting for the new world order, Putin is fighting against the new world order, <laughs> which is a good yeah. thing. Now, I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, just off the top here. Um, it's so, so you got this war going on, and this catalyst that's starting everything else. So now you got the uh, the West Europe is is um, not too happy with Russia, and Russia's not too happy with them, and so Russia shuts off the gas lines. Oh, poor Europe! Now the Russians are so bad; they've shut off the gas lines. Well, what are you supposed to do? You know, we're talking worldly things here. You're not supposed to take care of your enemy if you're if you're in the world. You know, believers were supposed to bless our enemies and take care of them. Um, and then, so now you got the United States jumps into it, and China's got to say now they've got a voice. They're going to give the Russians some arms. So, in, for all intents and purposes, it is a world war right now. Oh yeah. You know, mm -hmm. So um, World War Three has started. I think it started with the Ukraine thing. Some might argue it started a little more before that, but um, so anyway, the, so we now we've known we know kind of how it started, and we know that the real reason is because the bankers are are financing both sides, because they always do that, and um, mm -hmm. and they're financing Ukraine through the United States. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but Biden wanted to send ten billion more dollars over to Ukraine. Yeah, I heard and, about that. Uh, yeah, because to help the hungry and starving people. Yeah, nothing. Right. Yeah, what about in this country, Brian? <laughs> I know. But daily, know. we're coming less less healthy and more more impoverished. You know. So um, anyway, so there's there's the reason for it. Now, where it's going to go, I don't know. Do you have any ideas where where this is going to lead to, Brian? Or 
Yeah, I, I think so. Hold on, I'm going to turn my volume up. Um, I think this, well, Russia's massing 500,000 troops for the last couple of months to do a spring um, an initiative to take Ukraine once and for all. We do know in scriptures that Russia will come from the north to invade Israel from the north into Israel. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to come through Ukraine or around Ukraine, but they're going to have to have a lot of troops because it mentions in the scriptures of Seco 38, it's just like, a, I think like a cloud. It's just so many troops, horse and buckler and sword and shield and just so right. many. Um, so there's going to be a lot. And I think that this is setting up for that. I think uh -huh. Russia does not want to be part of the new world order, obviously. Right. Uh, they know, Putin knows, these world leaders know what's going on. And they he doesn't want to, so they've given him enough time to change his mind, years, and he hasn't right. changed his mind. He's still in there and he doesn't want to do it. So he's invaded Ukraine. The things he's doing and how he's doing it is horrible. He's killing innocent people, just rocketing schools and hospitals and neighborhoods. That's wrong. But at the other side, Ukraine, Zelensky went in and arrested all the Catholic priests and shut down Christianity in the country right. and took over all the television stations except one, which he runs. Mm -hmm. So and they don't talk about that. Uh, Tucker does a little bit, but most people don't talk, know that. Right. And folks, you can look this stuff up. So I think what's going to happen is Russia's going to, it, it may be this year, who knows, that Russia's going to go in there and i think they're going to use tactical nukes to do this to take ukraine i think europe will not respond at that time i think because they're a bunch of spineless leaders right and i don't think they'll respond in kind i think they'll just say hey what are you doing what are you doing this for and the, you know you're crazy but uh -huh. he doesn't care and he will come down eventually into israel and, and that's where russia will meet its demise Fourth-fifths of the Russian army is destroyed. The rest are pushed back to Siberia, the scriptures talk about. Right. And a lot of people equate it to God interbeating or Israel using their own nukes to stop them. Right. That's up for debate. It doesn't matter how it happens. It's going to happen. So mm -hmm. I think that's going to happen. I think we could see that this year, if not for right. sure next year. Um, and then the other thing, World War Three is China. Um Hold on a second here. Um, read an article here on the Daily. It's called the Daily Fetched is the name of the uh, website. <laughs> and it says, I know, U.S. Uh, US Army Secretary, China will attack U.S. homeland if war escalates. So, folks, huh. did you hear that? China will attack us here. Us here. And we've talked about this before in a few other shows. And I did some more research. The number of troops uh, that I that I can see, that I can find on online, a lot of these websites have been taken down. I had to really search for them. Um, mm -hmm. There's a million troops on the northern and southern border. A million Chinese troops, and when okay. it, it was a couple hundred thousand, now it's up to a million combined on each border, north and south. Uh -huh. And when it first came out, oh, a bunch of conspiracies and. Uh, the, the 
the military and the leadership of Canada, the United States says, ah, there's no troops. But what happened was there was a leaked video of a guy videotaping Chinese troops walking down a road in Canada. Right. But marching. So kind of hard to deny that. Mm -hmm. And so China is in the north. It's in the south. And they are building a permanent base in um, in Canada, in western uh, Canada. A right. permanent base, and I think it's already completed because this the articles were a couple years old, right? So, and then on top of that, because we're talking about World War Three here, and we're thinking, okay, if you're world leaders and you want to have a one world government, you have to think to yourself, who's not going to go along with this? The United States now, right? Not, not the people of the United States. The leadership is not the leadership's going to go along with it. The people aren't the leadership. Uh, and, it, and it could be it could be Biden. It's it's all of them and above and some Republicans, I believe, quite a few. Yeah, they know what's going on. But they're they're. I think they've been bought out by Russia as China and Russia. And I think they've been threatened. Mm-hmm. And I think if money talks and I think our country's been sold down the river. And mm-hmm. the United States, I think, is going to be hit really hard in the tribulation because you have to bring a one world government in. You can't have a bunch of right wing extremists in the way. Right. You know, and you just can't. And we're too big as a military. We're too much of a threat. So you have to. It, they don't want to totally take us out, but they want to make us so decimated. We can't We really can't do anything. They don't want right. to totally radiate the whole planet to take us out because that would be not beneficial for them but they mm-hmm. want to make us so weak that we won't be able to do anything and so um and what i read china has ships and subs 12 miles off the west coast of america as we speak 12 miles i have an article uh-huh. here that talks about it russia is 12 miles off our coast in the atlantic 12 miles right um let's see um iran docks two warships in brazil two warships from iran are excuse me this just happened a few days ago are docked in brazil the u.s protests Uh uh-huh so and then you got dod department of defense dod department of defense map shows Russian and Chinese subs are too close for comfort. Russia's largest sub is in this mix off the Atlantic. And I did some research on this sub. It's the largest submarine in the world. Really? It's it's 600 feet long. Wow. (laughs) And in comparison, our tridents, our our, um, our nuclear class, there's a name for them, not tridents, um, you know what I'm talking about. The subs that we have, our most biggest subs and most powerful, right. are are 300 feet. This mm-hmm. is 600 feet. And this thing is armed with the Poseidon torpedo. The Poseidon tor- torpedo is 100 megatons. The TAR, the, I think it's called the SARS or TARS bomb. Czar. What's that? The Czar, yeah. The, the bomb, Czar's yeah. bomb, yeah. I think that was 50 or 60 megatons, and that was the largest explosion ever by any country for a nuclear test. 
Yeah. And when I did right. research on that, that bomb dropped a mile above the ground will vaporize everything within a 60 mile radius instantly. Yeah. 60 miles. That's the largest bomb ever tested by humans. This submarine carries 100 ton, 100 megaton, excuse me, 100 megaton, almost twice as powerful as that. In wow. the, and these are the these are the weapons that Russia has been bragging to take out uh, Europe and England. Mm -hmm. They can shoot these at the coast, ignite them, blow them up under the water at the coast, creating a 1300 foot tidal wave. Um, that's been on the news. So they can wow. use these to decimate with one or two of these a whole half a continent. Mm -hmm. And so um, Putin has come out in the last few months and threatened to do that. You can look this stuff up. This isn't I'm not this is not a conspiracy. This is a fact. Right. And then on top of that, they have these cruise hypersonic cruise missiles that do eight thousand miles an hour, a hundred feet above the water almost impossible to shoot down these rockets are on the subs and ships off our coast as i speak yeah in the old days dave it used to be if russia attacked us it would take 30 minutes for the first nuke to hit us right they could hit us in six minutes mm -hmm. and why in the heck are ours why in the heck are these chinese and russian ships so close to our country and why are they docking these Iran is docking in Brazil in the in the 60s when Kennedy was president. It's called the Cuban Missile Crisis. And Cuba yeah. was only 90 miles from Florida, from the tip of Florida. And we almost went into a nuclear war because they were so close. Mm -hmm. Well, we're only 12 miles. They're 12 miles. And I've read some articles where our ships now, when they used to when they used to sail in the Pacific or the Atlantic, they would feel safe for hundreds of miles out in the sea. Uh -huh. They would feel safe, like 500,000 miles off our coast, they'd feel pretty safe. Now right. they don't feel safe. Once they get past 12 miles, they don't feel safe. Wow. Our own ships. I, that's actually an article from the military. So, wow, that's a shame. Uh-huh. So, um, wow. And so... The Chinese are also working with the cartels, with the fentanyl and the drugs. They're doing that on purpose. They're poisoning our kids. They're drugging us out. And the reason they're drugging us out, which I found out, they're not just trying to kill us with the fentanyl and these drugs. They want to get us so drugged out that we don't care. Mm -hmm. So when they do invade the homeland here, we won't be willing to fight. A lot of us won't want to fight because we're so like... Yeah, lackadaisical, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, and so um, I also read one of the things they fear the most from us, believe it or not, this is what they fear the most. And this is the number one thing the Chinese fear in invading our country is they are afraid of the citizens with their guns. Yeah, there's I believe 300, it. There's 349 million firearms in America. Mm -hmm. And they are more afraid of coming into our homeland, not because we can nuke them and we have tanks, because they would have to fight us door to door, city to city, and they know we're armed to the teeth. Right. And that's what's really holding them back. So mm -hmm. that's why they're bringing so many troops in and have so many there. They want to overwhelm us. And the way they're going to do this, what I've read, and this means it's going to happen, 
They're going to nuke our bases on each coast, take out our nukes in the middle of the country, and then they're going to send waves and waves of soldiers in to take to take the West Coast. But their mm-hmm. their main objective isn't to take the West Coast permanently. They want to get into the interior of the country and take the farmland. So they right. want to nuke, nuke our bases on the coast, take our nukes out in the middle of the country, devastate uh-huh. our largest cities on the coast so they can take the middle of the country because they want the food. They want mm-hmm. the farmland. That's why they're right. doing it. And so, um, so we have a million troops on our borders. We have Russian ships in the Atlantic, Chinese ships in the Pacific, Iranian ships in Brazil. All of these ships are carrying weapons and warheads. And one of the other things they're going to do when they attack, I hope, I hope our military knows this and does something about it, but they're not. They're using cargo ships and shipping sh- and fishing vessels, they're using fishing vessels as intelligence sh- ships. Mm-hmm. They're using cargo ships with containers, and inside these huge containers are rocket batteries with nukes. So they'll get off 12 to 15 miles off the coast. They can fire right off these ships. Right. They don't even have to use submarines. And I've read about Russia's uh, Navy. Their, their, their surface fleets ships aren't very good. Russia's surface ships right. aren't, aren't like ours, but they put all their money into their submarines. Right. Their, their, sub, their submarines are pretty awesome. And like I said, one of them is 600 feet, and some of these submarines can do 60 to 80 miles an hour under the water. Mm-hmm. So Amazing, um, isn't it? Yeah, and China's technology is far above our technology. Mm-hmm. And so this is all bad news because when you think about it, this is the downfall of America. Is it going to happen soon? They're talking about a war with China by 2025, um, actual war. But I've also read several articles this fall. Oh, wow. This, huh. mm-hmm, this fall. They don't want to wait till 2025 because we'll have a new president and it may not be. He may be a stronger president than Biden, and they wouldn't be able to, you know, it would be a lot harder. Right. I heard right. November of this year that, um, and what it's going to do, it's going to start off with, um, it could be wrong, you mentioned it earlier, uh, Russia going into Ukraine mm-hmm. with a full scale invasion, like everything, they'll throw everything at it. China's going to sit back and watch how that goes. And if it goes pretty good, they're going to take Taiwan. And North Korea is going to take South Korea with the help of China. Uh-huh. And while all that's going on, they're going to surprise attack us from the north and the south and from the sea. Right. And it's going to happen quick. Like within a few days, it would be over. Mm-hmm. So I hope people are watching this and listen that... Um, this this is part of the end times that God is God's involved in this. Uh huh. You know there there has to be a tribulation time for God to come back at the end of the, of the seven years to set up His kingdom. There has to be this time of Jacob's trouble. It mm-hmm. has to be, and all this stuff is hitting us at the same time. And if I would have talked about this even a couple of years ago, people would think we're nuts. But there's articles on it I read. And CBS, you know, and different ones, and the AP, and 
this is happening, folks. It's because Jesus is about to come back. Right. The tribulation is about to start, and you need to know Jesus in your heart because this world's not our home. Mm -hmm. It's not our home. We have a better home waiting for us. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Mm -hmm. So true. You know, they say that um, that missile that the Russians have, the hypersonic, mm -hmm. um, can travel 11,000 miles. Okay. And if you were even to come over the pole, you know, from the pole and then over Canada and in the United States, mm -hmm. even if that was seven or 8,000 miles, it would only take an hour and a half, you know, for that thing to get here. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, that's something I don't think we're planned for. Plus, um, uh, I can't think of a nice word to call him. I guess I just call him the president right now. <laughs> um, uh, he is, um, he's given all, all of our weapons away. We lost billions of weapons in, or billions of dollars in weapons when we left them in Afghanistan. And from what I understand, Trump had an ex exiting uh, plan to get out of there where everything yeah, would come that. with the soldiers. Mm -hmm. And he told the he told the um, Afghani's, you know, if, if you do anything to stop it, we're gonna you know annihilate you off the face of the earth. And um, and, um, and and we're giving all of our missiles, all of our everything, some tanks, the whole nine yards to the, the Ukrainians. And I read uh, the other day that um, I didn't get to read the article, unfortunately. But it said that um, that Zelensky has been uh, promised a stake in the United States if they win the war. Hmm. Now I, I don't know what that means. Is, is it a, a monetary stake? Is it a a land? Is he going to get some land or or whatever? But uh, you know the guy's giving away too many things that aren't his. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, I know. It's ridiculous and. Uh, it's it's got to end. It's got to come to an end. And these, uh, you know, we know he's a puppet of the Soroses and um, all the all the banking families. They tell him to, they tell him to jump, and he says how high, you know. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah. um, anyway, uh, you know, I was wondering. I've always been wondering and trying to speculate why what would bring Russia down to Israel, okay? It, it's not oil because Russia's got all the oil. They're swimming in oil. Um, I, I think that maybe if, if, if there is a war and the Israelis side with Europe, that would be a good reason for them to come down. But mm -hmm. the thing is that <clears throat> some of the countries that are mentioned are in Europe that are going to be with them attacking. Mm -hmm. So is that going to be post-war that, you know, that they're going to be with Russia? Um, and, um, you know, could it, could it be, um, that, uh, that the Israelis will uh, be sending um, oil and uh, natural gas to Europe, uh, defeating what Putin's trying to do by shutting off the pipeline. Yeah, well, they're doing that it's, now. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. speak about pipelines, um, it's pretty well an established fact now that Biden uh, had the uh, Navy destroy that pipeline <laughs> Yeah, uh, that the Russians had going to Western Europe. And that's an act of war. Mm-hmm. It really is, and why the you know, I guess I think the Russians are showing great restraint by not uh, by not pursuing that further. Mm -hmm. I really do, because had this yeah. been any other war, you know, the troops would have been on the ground. Yeah, and uh, 
So it's uh, why, you know, because in Ezekiel it says that he's going to put hooks in the mouth of uh, of Gog and Magog, and mm-hmm. then he's going to bring them down to the hills of, of Israel. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, you know, I've yet to figure out what that hook could be. And maybe it's not meant to be known <clears throat> known until it actually happens, you know. Maybe it's the Psalms 83 war. It's 83, right? Yeah, you mean where they're fighting with the, um, against the Arabs. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they come down because the Arabs get decimated. Iran gets taken out, and Russia is an ally with Iran. Uh-huh. So, and and that would explain why no no Arab countries attack in, in Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's real interesting to try to figure out what what's going to happen. I mean, I'm not going to try to guess what Yahweh's doing. There's no way. You yeah, know, I'm going right. to try because it's impossible. Yeah, but we can get little inklings here and there, and um, mm-hmm. so. Uh, it's always piqued my interest. I mean, ever since I, I was I want, a brand new baby Christian, it's piqued my interest. Why Russia would I come got down? A feeling we're going to be able to see in the next few months or however long. I used to think, you know, we wouldn't see some of this stuff. It totally, you know, we'd be gone. But right. I'm starting to think more and more. We're going to. It's going to be pretty obvious. Uh-huh. The tribulations about to start and rapture is about to happen. I think we're going to see see some of this i think we i think we'll see the psalms 38 war and i think we might see the invasion of the middle east yeah by russia right there's a good chance i think we're going to see it uh-huh yeah because you, you know what there's there's of course what brings that war to an end is that yahweh uh, supernaturally intervenes and destroys right. the ru- armies of russia right um but um you know uh i lost my train of thought um what else could oh yeah that's where i was going to go um during all this turmoil that's going on you know snatching away you know hundreds of millions of christians off the earth you know that that could be something that would um precipitate uh not just that war but the end of hostilities worldwide or um Every, the common thought that the the antichrist is going to be is going to come on the scene and he's going to uh, tell everybody to cool it he's going to put an end to the war and create you know a pseudo peace on the earth uh, right for, yeah. for three and a half years anyway peace for people that aren't believers that is right it's not going to be good for believers but um yeah or those who come to faith during that time so um Anyway, it's going to be interesting to watch, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, World War Three has definitely started, and mm-hmm, uh, yeah. it's not going to be something like uh, World War One, where it started with the Archduke Ferdinand being assassinated, and then bam, all of a sudden it went. It's going to be very slow and gradual, to the point where you don't even know you're at war. Um, you know, it's uh, until it's too late, of course. Right. But, um, yeah, one thing we don't need is Biden in office when this no. thing starts, because that that's going to be a lose lose situation right there. Yeah, you know he doesn't know whether to scratch his watch or wind his rear end. You know, <laughs> um, so it's you know pardon the pun, <laughs> it really fits applicable to him. <laughs> so um, anyway, Brian, I'm kind of talked out. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to make a comment. What you said about um, the rapture 
could be the catalyst that sets this whole thing in motion. Right. You know, I think that's what you said because yeah, because uh, there's a lot of believers that live in the United States, um, and when we're gone in all this chaos, this will be the time for Russia and China to actually attack us. Yeah, because all this chaos, and they're they're going to, hey, this is our time. We've lost some people, but they've lost a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard there's a hundred million believers in China. Um, but when there's 1.4 billion people, that's not very many. Right. In, in comparison, same thing here. Um, I heard 30 to 50 million believers here, real Christians. Right. So that would devastate us a lot more. And we'd be so distracted with the, what happened. It'd be a perfect time for them to attack. Mm-hmm. That's You right. know? So, no, I think it was, what you said was a good, a good scenario. Yeah. Plus, plus, you know, um, it's nowadays, it used to be anybody went into the military, yeah. you know, unbelievers, believers and everything else. But now it's basically patriots and believers that are going into yeah. the military. And if they're, if we're gone, you know, there's going to yeah. be nobody to fight. And if we could fight, there's no weapons to f- defend ourselves with. I know. I know. You um, know? I, had, I had a question. Um, uh, we're on live. Is there a live chat going on right now? Uh, you know what? I tried to get into it, and for some reason, it won't let me. Yeah, I don't know how to get into it from yeah. my end. If you, if you were if you had another computer, if I did, um, we could get onto Rumble and watch. You know, right. and in that way, you know, next maybe next time I can set it up to where we're I, doing. I that. could go on my I could go on my phone right now. Mm-hmm. And... Just make sure you silence it because if it oh, yeah, makes yeah. a lot of feedback. Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. Um, Come on. Yeah, because I'd really like to know if, if anybody's saying yeah. anything. Um, We're a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. No, it won't let me. Almost there. Here we are. Um Four, there's four watching right now. In the chat room. Um, uh, where do we go for the chat room? Uh, oh, wait a minute. No one commented. Okay. All right. Um, nope, that's not it. So, okay, live, where it says go live chat. Let me see. No mess. I went to live chat, no messages. Okay. Okay. So, um, people aren't used to us being. Uh, I guess on Monday nights live. So <laughs> no, they're not. So, but it'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really good subject tonight. Really, really good. Right. You know, I, I believe really so too. Yeah. And we've yeah. been waiting a couple of weeks to do it too. You know, it's yeah. I mean, so we're literally, they're talking about world war three. They're yeah. talking about it in Syria and, and talking like, yeah, we can do this. And I'm like, no, you can't. You guys are idiots. <laughs> so, you know, other people making decisions, a few people making decisions for the many that are complete idiots right. to even talk about it and to, comp- uh-huh. you know, to comprehend that you can even go to war like that and then push other nations to do it, but bullying them, threatening right. Russia, um, threatening China. 
and um, you know the bio labs in in Ukraine. So it's just, yeah, it's just it's setting up for the tribulation. I can't believe it. I could say that, but we're just a few months or a year or two from the tribulation. And the reason I say that is because World War Three breaks out. That's the tribulation. Right. Right. That's the, that's it. And you know, a lot of weird stuff is going on too, Brian. And you know, we've we said that, but um the other day, I think it was three or four days ago, a missile actually landed in a um in the airport south of Minsk in um Belarus. And it came from the it came from Ukraine or that area. Well the Russians are blaming the Ukrainians, the Ukrainians are blaming the Russians. Uh-huh. And I think they I think they found out that it was um no, they didn't find out who it was. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, they, um, there's there's people trying to provoke other countries to come into this. So Yeah. Well, I think I that um, we pretty That's well it? covered everything. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, audience, we love you. And, um, yep. you know, we, we really appreciate you. Thank you for listening or watching, as the case may be. Uh, thank you, Brian. It's been awesome. It always is yeah, when you're here. It's been great. Yeah. And um, so, folks, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye, and um, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Okay. And uh, see. Oh, by the way, tomorrow night, um, Ralph uh, Epperson and I, or I'll be I'll be uploading it tomorrow night. Uh, Ralph yeah. Epperson and I, and I think we're just going to be talking about a variety of different things. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it'll be here. So, hey, God bless everybody. Yep, God bless. Have a great rest of the week. Yep, over and out. Over and out. Bye.